Hi there, friends. I've got a little Sunday night raw expression for you. I have been thinking a lot lately, feeling a lot lately, and exposing myself to um, varying groups and people and and different communities lately. Um, mostly um, online, on Zoom, not in person. Um, And by exposing, I mean to different ideas and experiences and um, uh, life trajectories, I suppose. And thinking about what's happening in the world and how my, what my place is in it, how I relate to it, what it means for me, what I, what I feel that it means for the world. And my perspective is my perspective. Everything that I share here, everything that I talk about, it's all from my perspective. And I try to be as open to new ideas and ways of thinking as I can without being completely impressionable and still like evaluating what makes sense, what seems reasonable, and also like what just jives with my gut knowing and my... uh, intuition and the, my ability to sense the energy around me. Um, and I'm aware that my ability to intuit and to have that like knowing, um, and my opinions and feelings and thoughts are all formed by my experiences. So it's not as open as I can intend to be, I still am just a single person and I still have my lens, though I continuously question and expand my lens to the best of my ability. And I think that that's where community is really valuable. So that being said, I recognize that when big events happen, when like big energy shifts are occurring and so much uncertainty comes into play, everybody is triggered. Everybody is triggered and it brings up the uncertainties of everyone else's unique pasts. And we all, our pasts shape our the way that we see what's happening around us and it is valuable and someone else's way of seeing the world that's been shaped by their unique experiences is going to be different than mine or maybe similar. I had a great conversation with a friend today and we've both been through basically the most horrific surgery that you can ever imagine and lived to tell about it and to be a, you know, 
member of society that is healthy and functioning. Um, but that experience is something that shapes the way that we approach life in similar ways. Um, and then we have other experiences that are unique to us that, you know, overlap that lens and put a little distortion on it. So her distortion's a little different from my distortion. And so it's like same, same, but different. And, um, and then other people have no idea what it's like to go through that. Um, but they might know what it's like to watch someone go through it. And then that gives them a different lens. And so that's, that's the case with me and my partner. Right. And because of that, I think we see the, the world in a different way and approach it in a different way with the uncertainty that's happening now. And, you know, we both have our opinions about what it means to live in this time. And, um, and we, we don't always agree, you know, but I think that his, his perspective is just as valuable and something that I notice with myself, with him, with many people, is that we have our opinion and then we look at others who aren't abiding by the way we think things should be. And it's so easy to just critique and judge and feel righteous about how they are not acting as we think they should, as we think is right. And you know what? Like, maybe there's validity in that. Like, maybe they're being reckless and it is really isn't okay. Or maybe we know nothing about their circumstance and why they're doing it. Um, We can't control other people. We can't really know what's going on with them unless we, you know, try to, we seek to understand And it really doesn't help to shame people for what they're doing. You know, I don't think anybody really ever um, changed because somebody shamed them or changed for the better because someone shamed them. I don't, I haven't. It doesn't feel good and it it doesn't feel like an invitation um, to uh, be better. Uh, I react against it greatly. Um, But I do think that there is a way to deal with that uh, feeling of like, well, because I have this experience, because I have this experience in life, I see this situation differently. And I see how what they are doing is maybe not the best or could be better or um, maybe harmful in a way that they don't understand. Um, and there's a way that, like, we don't have to just sit with that and sit in our living rooms feeling self-righteous and grumbling over it and worrying about the world. Um, it doesn't really do anything like that that just harms us. It just gets in the way of our life. And I think that it can be useful if we're willing to put it outside of ourselves in a, in a communicative uncharged way that is just owning 
our perspective and owning the lessons that we have harvested from our own experience in the mucky, dirty, you know, dark places of our lives. And that can be really, really powerful. And in some ways, it's almost a disservice when we keep those things to ourselves. Um, because that personal experience is what people will connect to more so than any data, you know, than any numbers. It's that human feeling that really motivates people and can maybe shake them out of their narrow focus or maybe not. And the thing is, is I think that to artfully communicate is to just own the experience in such a deep, deep feeling way of our truth that's just rooted in our truth and has really nothing to do with influencing someone else. And that, that is when people can feel and be moved. If we're, I don't want to say, you know, obviously motivational speakers and, all of that, like the, the, the intention is to get people to, to change or to transform or to take on something or to reconsider a different point. And so like, that's the intention, but it's, it's gotta come off in a way that is, or I think it is, I shouldn't say it's got to, people can do whatever they want, but I think it's most effective when it's really, done with like the, just this openness and love behind it rather than any sense of shame or judgment. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of what I wanted to share. This is inspired by um, my friend Marion Knopp, Workflow Wonder. She's a masterful manifester, a co-founder, and she's just like so fantastic. She has been making 2021 the year that she gets on her soapbox and I see her showing up all over the place, just speaking what is true for her in, in little nuggets, just as she is with, you know, it doesn't have to be some big grand message, but even in the, the smallest messages and the smallest shares of her experience, there is something that and another human myself and I see it in other people can connect with and learn from and reflect upon and take and make their own in their own way. And I just, I, I think I love it. Like, that's what I want to do. That's what, that's why I started this podcast, right? To share my experience and my observations. And you guys, it's, it's really, it's not always easy. It is, I get tripped up in my head and sometimes I'm like, uh, what am I even saying? <laughs> um, and I find that when I just sit down and do it and share and just let it come out. That's when it tends to come out best or sometimes not. Sometimes it's just like blah, 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 blah. Or at least that's how I feel. But it still feels good to release and let out. 
and um, part of really what I want to do is basically what I just described is to when I find myself well I mean firstly just sharing my experience and owning it as my experience and then um, in this process of transformation in daily life, when I find myself in a judgmental space to, um, observe and really, um, see what, see what it is and why it is. And this actually, um, I didn't realize just how, how influenced I've been. (laughs) Well, I've really been like marinating in, this stuff over the last few days um since the new year since this whole storming of the capital specifically and how to how to relate to it um I lost my train of thought (laughs) and how I show up in the world um But this morning in a meditation group um, with my friend Amy Markham, the Starling creator, Starling creative, Starling. I think she's just Starling. Sorry, Amy, if I got that wrong. But um, in her Sunday morning meditation group, it's just the best thing that I've done for myself. I love it. We had a conversation about how to properly critique art. And so like I'm the... Uh, I say non-artist, but you know, I'm, I'm creative. I just, art is not something that I have intentionally practiced or studied, um, in a, in the like most general sense of people like think painting, drawing or sculpting or like that kind of thing, you know, but I mean, she's studied it and taught it and this is her creative outlet and her spiritual practice. Um, but we talked about how to critique art and the four steps of judgment, which I'm probably going to butcher because, because I just learned them this morning. <laughs> but um, their observation, observation, analysis, interpretation, and judgment. And so often, you know, I think that these apply so beautifully to life. And so often with art, people just go straight to the judgment. They look at something, they go, I don't like it. But like, they don't know why. They can't explain why. They haven't really taken the time to sit and observe and look at the pieces of it and see how it makes them feel. And just like observe what is there with without charge, without judgment, without good, bad making. Just like look at it. And then analyze how do these pieces fit together and then interpret it looking at like how it makes us feel, which is that lens. Everything comes through that lens. And then to consider what was the artist's lens and what were they trying to communicate and to really like look at all sides of it and then make our, our judgment, which I think then that judgment is more like inclusive and well-rounded and it's that you know we've sought to understand before we've come to some conclusion and either said yes or no like this is for me this isn't for me 
Um, and it reminded me of, um, uh, I don't have the exact quote, but basically that between stimulus and response is our choice and our power. And when we take that time between the stimulus and response to go through those steps of observation, analysis, and interpretation before we have our response, then we're clearer and more grounded in that, that ultimate, or I shouldn't say ultimate, but whatever comes through that response, because that, that can change too. Like nothing's written in stone. That response doesn't have to be our only response, you know, like thinking about with like our views on something, the changes information comes in or as we, as our experience shifts, um, or just as we, yeah, as we understand more and, um, to, I think where, um, my gosh, we got into so many things in this conversation this morning, this contemplation uh, that went like over double the amount of time we normally spend. And then Amy and I chatted a bit, um, privately just about our own experience. Um, and, uh, there's so much I, I would love to convey, but I'm checking the time here and I want to keep this pretty short. So the last bit I want to say is about, um, when we don't take that time between stimulus and response, when we just respond and go off like that gut feeling that just, mm, no, yes, no, it, it, it isn't always bad and it isn't always good, but like having an awareness of what that, like that space in between being able to describe it is important and knowing where in that lens of interpretation, what our stories are. So if we haven't done the work to understand the lenses through which we see the world, that initial response is formed by subconscious experiences of our past and things that we may not even really understand. And that may be more, um, protective reactions, um, or reactions based on the past that are meant to protect us that are no longer really serving that function anymore, but instead closing us off to a greater, more expanded experience of the world, if that makes sense. So this is why diving into our shadows is so important and understanding what our belief system is and how our thoughts drive our feelings, drive our actions and create the results in our lives. And then, um, it's just like this pattern. So having a life that is, um, like really looking at our lives and where we've come from and, and what shaped us and what surrounds us and, um, developing an understanding of ourselves before we try to make, well, I should say before we try to make sense of the world with, without having that, when we try to make sense of the world, we're doing it from a place that is maybe antiquated for us and not in the highest Um, I don't even like how I'm saying this scratch that on the highest, but just not 
like really in flow with what what is so it's it's worthwhile to take that time between what we see the stuff on tv the on social media um what our friends are doing that maybe we don't agree with what we see we think we see others doing out in the world and evaluate it and see why we feel that way and consider if we have something worthwhile to share and we probably do I think that all of us do in some way and for those of us who are really into examining our lives and understanding and seeking to understand others I think that in sharing it it's a demonstration of of how we can be more greatly connected um, in humanity and this human experience and um, in this gift of consciousness that we have because when we're just reacting, reacting, reacting without this examination, we're really just ignorant animals, you know? We're not we're not utilizing the full potential of this this magnificent brain that can have these conscious thoughts and think critically and create, you know? So um yeah, I just would invite you to observe in life where you know whether in areas where maybe you just react and you don't take that space and ha- between stimulus and response and see if maybe like there's somewhere where you're not claiming your power okay that's all thanks for listening hope you're all staying sane and well and remembering to breathe it's a big one for me lately to just breathe thanks for listening go follow me on instagram if you want to i'm kind of sharing more there and kind of not also kind of like unsure of unsure of that space kind of wanting to not be there because it's so blah and then also realizing that kind of like what i just said if I've got something to share that I really think is worthwhile, show up and share it. So, all right. All the thoughts for now. Lots of love. Till next time.